yo, yo. Welcome to the Make It Rain podcast. It's your boy D-Train out here. Uh, we are on the uh, bonus episode of the Make It Rain podcast, uh, you know, because today is my birthday, my 25th birthday. How do I feel being 25? I don't know. I mean, it's just, honestly, it's just, no, <laughs> it's just another age, if I had to be real with you. <laughs> you know, it's just another, like, you know, you're just going up. I mean, to, it, was, it was, you know, I had a nice birthday. I only took, you know, half, half a day. Half a day at work. Went out, went out to eat at A&B Burgers. They have a really, really, really good burger. Uh, you, should, you should go try it. It's really good. Uh, there's one right next to TD Garden. And then I went home, you know, to prepare for my pod. And now I'm here. And today, on the rundown, we are going to talk about the NBA playoffs. Round one. We're going to talk Milwaukee, Detroit. That's sweet. Toronto, Orlando. Uh, Philadelphia, Brooklyn. Boston, Indiana, Golden State, Clippers, Denver, San Antonio, Portland, Oklahoma City, and we're going to talk Houston and Houston, Utah. Also, we're going to do some round two previews. Start off with the Milwaukee, Detroit, that, that matchup. So... Milwaukee won the series four to zero. Uh, it was pretty, pretty, pretty dominant. Uh, blowouts each game. Uh, Blake Griffin was out the first two games, and he—I I thought he was going to be out for the whole series. Uh, I tweeted like, you know, after game one, because there were like reports that Blake Griffin was going to be <laughs> missed the whole series. I was like, yo. <laughs> I was like, Blake, Blake is just like, man, y'all are trash. He's like, y'all are straight garbage. I don't want to play. You know, y'all getting blown out by 30, 40 points in the first game. Y'all are straight trash. So I honestly thought Blake Griffin wasn't going to play in this series. But he ended up playing game three and game four. And <laughs> honestly, it didn't matter <laughs> because... The Detroit Pistons still got blown out. They still got waxed. And yeah, it was not a good sight to see. Uh, rest in peace to the Detroit Pistons. They It was just a bad, bad matchup for... Uh, it was a bad matchup for Detroit. So, it's tough. It's tough. But yeah. Giannis, Giannis put up 41 last game. Can't stop Giannis. He put up like 20 plus in the first two. Game three, he had, uh, I mean, he, he had a bad game by his standards, but his team just carried him. You know, Detroit only had a lead for like the first quarter. And then after the first quarter, Milwaukee just, you know, just ran him out the building. It was just... It was tough. They just blew him out. And, like, boom. It was, you know. 
Cheat code, cheat code in 2K out here. Cheat code in 2K. But yeah, uh, Luke Kennard, I think he's the only one other than Blake Griffin who actually showed up in that series. Andre Drummond, he he was nowhere to be found. Uh, <laughs> he can't even like you know play defense on Giannis. You know, I mean he's trying, he's trying, but you know can't stop Giannis. And then on the offensive side, Drummond's giving you nothing. So, you know, it's tough. It's tough. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what they do. They just have a bad roster. You know, bad roster construction. Like, you know, Drummond and Blake and, you know, Reggie Jackson. Like, I mean, I like Luke Kennard, you know. I didn't know him, who he was until this this series, but you know he's not a bad three point shooter. So, but they just I don't know. It was just a bad matchup for them, you know. And I honestly, when I saw this series, I mean, I didn't think Milwaukee would be this dominant, but you know, I was wrong, you know. So I was wrong about that. Uh, it's tough to see. You know, Detroit get waxed every single game. <laughs> I guess you know they are the they're they are the AC for a reason, and the uh, Milwaukee Bucks are the number one seed. But yeah, Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. Next season, uh, they just well they can't even blow up the team because Blake's on the contract for three, four more years, so. You know it's gonna be hard to hard to blow blow that thing up, uh, but yeah, they they need better shooting. Uh, you know, yeah, pretty much shooting. You know, you need some offense from Drummond. Drummond's only getting you rebounds. You need some offense from him. You know, Reggie Jackson. I mean, you know, he's a starting point guard, but you know, he's like. Toward the bottom tier, like you know, fifteen to thirty in point guards. So you know, you need a better point guard. But you know, he's a starting point guard. You know, he's kind of what you call it. Uh, he's aye, he's aye. But yeah, I feel bad for Dwayne Casey. Actually, do I feel bad for? I do feel bad for Dwayne Casey. Yeah. You know, he came in there, he probably coached his butt off, and, you know, they were just not talented enough. You know, it sucks to see him go from that Toronto job, you know, to get fired from Toronto by Asai Ujiri to go to the Detroit Pistons and just, you know, he only has Blake. So, that's tough to see, that's tough to see. Uh, but... We're going to get on to the next series, Toronto and Orlando. Uh, so this series, uh, I watched the first game. I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you straight up, I didn't, like, I've watched, I haven't watched every game. I, I really wanted to, but, like, you know, I, you know, am busy doing stuff. So. Oh! 
And so we had a little network connection. I'm like, yo, did we go off the live? Oh, man. I mean, we are in the MATV basement, so, like, you know, we're still live. Uh, uh, it looks like I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> That's okay. You got to st start somewhere, right? <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Talking to Toronto, Orlando. So, DJ Augustine, I think the highlight of this series, uh, basically, the DJ Augustine and the Orlando Magic managed to steal game one. You know, DJ Augustine, he had a game-winning three. The Orlando Magic, they kept that game close for uh, during game one. And they managed to, you know, win that game. I, I originally thought the Magic were going to only take one game out of this series. So, and I thought it was going to be a home game like game three or game four, but they ended up taking game one. Uh, but, you know, DJ Augustine showed up for the first game, and Lowry, a lot of people were criticizing him because he had zero points, but he did have nine assists and eight rebounds. And he did have the highest plus minus in, of his team in that in that game, but you know they're like <laughs> the means were you know hilarious. They were like, "Yo, playoff Lowry, you know zero points, straight trash." And then they had like DJ Augustine. I forget how many points he got, but I think he got like twenty plus. Uh, it was you know it was tough. But yeah, I mean the Magic did their job. You know they got, what you call, they got one, they got one game. I always see them getting one game. Uh, game five is tonight, and yeah, the series unfortunately is a wrap for them. But you know, congratulations to them because they haven't made the playoffs since two thousand and twelve. So, oh, thank you, thanks, mom. <laughs> Congrats to the Magic. Uh, you know, they can only go up from here. So, yeah. And on the Toronto side, you got Siakam. Siakam's been balling. All right, Siakam's been balling and Kawhi Leonard. Well, uh, I mean, obviously you expected it from Kawhi, you know, because Kawhi's, Kawhi's Kawhi. But... I I have underestimated I have underestimated Pascal Siakam. I won't lie. You know, I thought I mean, you know, he is a most improved candidate and he might win most improved for this year, but I I did not see him putting up like at least, you know, 17 plus. He's putting up 17 plus. He had uh he had 20 24 in his first game, I believe. And then sixteen, and then he had a thirty-point career high. So, you know, Siakam's Siakam's that second guy right now, and I honestly did not, to tell you the truth, I did not see that coming. So shame on me for underestimating him. But congrats to Siakam. He's he's doing pretty good. He's doing pretty good. Uh. Yeah, and Toronto's just going to close it out tonight. I don't see Orlando winning. Uh, 
So yeah. But as I said earlier, congrats to them. Uh, you know, they're only gonna improve, hopefully. So, and you know, they're young. You know, get some veteran players out there, and I mean, <laughs> I don't know when they're gonna be a championship contender, but you know, they're gonna be a playoff team for years to come. So you know. You know, from uh, five down, then, you know, just, you know, keep growing. Keep getting pieces. You know, keep getting pieces. That's all I have to say. Uh, we're going to talk about the next series now. We're going to Philadelphia and Brooklyn. So I've watched, uh, two, I've watched two games of this series. No. I mean, I've watched all four, but I've watched the first game really closely, and I watched the uh, last game. I watched the second half of the last game pretty closely. Games two and three, I didn't. I watched it, but I didn't watch as closely. So, well, you know, we'll talk as a whole. Uh, Philadelphia is up three one in the series. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets stole game one. They were up like the whole. Yeah, they were up double digits like the whole game. And then uh, Jimmy Butler went off. But Jimmy Butler was the only one who went off. And Ben Simmons, by his standard, had a terrible game. And uh, J.J. Redick had a bad game. He was in foul trouble. And also Tobias Harris had a bad game. And Joel played that game. And I really didn't want Joel to play that game. Because they, even though they ended up losing, I thought Joel should have, Joel should have ended up sitting in that first game. But, you know, coach was like, play. <laughs> coach was like, yeah, you're playing. And it was just not, it was not effective that first game. He might have been effective on a defensive side, but offensively, he was not effective. And then you had the whole phone thing with uh, Amir Johnson and um, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid was looking at uh, Amir Johnson's phone. because, And they claimed to say that his daughter, uh, Amir Johnson's daughter, was sick. So that's why, you know, he was on his phone. I mean, you have phone gate. Like, the NBA is just like a soap, you know, soap opera. It's a drama. You know, it's funny. It's petty. So, you know, there are a lot of things about, you know, the whole phone situation. <laughs> Low-key, the cameras caught them on too on, on their phone. Like, wow. <laughs> like, I don't know. You can't, you can't do that. They got, like, exposed. I mean, it is what it is, you know, it happened, and yeah, it's phone gate, phone gate. But to talk about the other games, Ben Simmons, he got a triple-double, I want to say he got a triple-double in game two, if I remember correctly, and then he dropped 31 in game three, he dropped 31 in game three to go up 2-1. And uh, game four, game four, with uh, <laughs> the whole beef between Ben Simmons and uh, Jared Dudley, uh, or basically Jared Dudley and the whole 76ers team. <laughs> like, yo, the internet memes are hilarious, bro. Like, y'all just gotta check that out, you know. <laughs> Jared Dudley. <laughs> 
Jared Dudley. Ah, he ended up getting Jimmy Butler out of the game, so kudos to him. <laughs> you know, but yeah, that was a game four was a tight game. Uh, I think, you know, the Nets could have won that game. But there's one thing I got to say that I just don't like about the, when the NBA does their like two minute report and then they, uh, in the last two minutes, they said, oh, well, this was a foul. I'm like, I, I really like that. I really hate when they do that because they said that uh, Jared Allen on the last play of the game on the roll, uh, he got fouled. I think he got, got fouled by Harris or somebody. And he got fouled. And I'm just like, I don't know. I just, I just don't like those two minutes reports because they're just like, all right, basically NBA minute. I mean, it, it's good to own up to your mistakes, you know. Like, I mean, no one's perfect. And, you know, people make mistakes. But, like, I don't know. I just don't like it. I mean, it makes sense, but it just, I don't know, as a fan, it will just, like, it just irritates me. Like, I, I see that it's, it's probably the right thing to do on their side, you know, be like, oh, well, we should have called this foul. It was a foul, but, like, <laughs> because games, so games, like, you cannot tell me, you cannot tell me as a sports fan's uh, that games are not decided by refs. Games are decided by referees. And you can, are, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, you can, <laughs> what was I going to say? People will say, oh, no, like, you know, I mean, you can limit, like, these things, like, we, you know, the teams made mistakes on their end and stuff like that, but... Sometimes when you have a momentum call like that, like games are decided by, you know, by referees. And, you know, I just don't like the NBA report for that reason. You know, when they backtrack and they say, oh, uh, well, we, we didn't call this during the game, but this was actually a foul. Well, it's a foul. It's going to the free throw line for two free throws. He makes one, they win the game. Especially like those last possession game, last possession fouls too. I know, I mean, you don't want the rest to decide the game, you know, which is why they probably didn't call it. So it's like a double-edged sword there. Like you don't want the rest to, you know, <laughs> call the foul and then be like, okay, well, he got fouled. He has to make free throws to decide he had to win the game. Like, I don't know. I, I just don't like when the NBA does that. No boy, no. All right, just stick stick with the call. You know, stick with it. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> a lot of beef between the uh, Sixers and the Nets. You know, as I said earlier, with Ben Simmons and uh, Jared Dudley. <laughs> they have someone from like the Looney Tunes. Uh, as him as a meme, it's hilarious, yo. <laughs> it's straight up hilarious. Uh, <laughs> he looks like that that pig guy from the Looney Tunes. He looked like him, honestly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, 
the Nets, the Nets played well. Honestly, I mean, I had the Nets winning one game, and it was either game three or game four, so they stole game one. I had Philly winning in five, so, you know, Philly's going to close this out tonight. And even I think even if Embiid doesn't play, I feel like they should rest Embiid. I mean, well, it's a closeout game. I think Philly's going to win. But, like, if it happens to go to game six, you know, rest them. And if you have to play in game seven, they play in game seven. But we'll see. We'll see. I think Philly will take care of business at, tonight. They're at home. You know, Tobias is clicking now. Jimmy Butler's been struggling after, since after his first game. You know, Ben Simmons is playing a little better. Uh, JJ, you know. I believe in Philly. I honestly do. I'm probably, I mean, I'm probably like one of the only ones out here who believes in Philly. I think their starting five is legit. The only thing about Philadelphia 76ers is that they are too immature. They are too immature, and you you can see it from the uh, post post uh, their press conference interview. <laughs> Joel and B making fun of the Warriors, going up three one. He's like, oh, I don't want to be up. I don't want to be like the Warriors, you know, who blow a three one lead from like two years ago. First of all, it was three years ago. It was in twenty sixteen, but. Uh... <laughs> getting these happy birthday texts so i'm kind of happy but i wish they would join my live yo <laughs> i'm talking to myself out here i mean it is what it is like you know it's okay i mean i do what i gotta do like you know the pot gonna go on if i gotta talk to myself i gotta talk to myself it's all right it's okay <laughs> i'm talking to the audience y'all y'all can watch this video and post you know when it comes out you can, and you can listen to an audio file when the pod comes out. So, it's all right, you know. But uh, to, to go back to Philly and Brooklyn, Mike Scott had that game winner in game four when Embiid uh, basically bobbled the ball in the post and then managed to find Mike Scott in the corner for three. And then, yeah. And then the Brooklyn Nets couldn't... Uh, they couldn't execute on their side because, yeah, Jared Allen ended up turning the ball over. So that's what happened. Uh, they are, Philadelphia is up 3-1, and they're looking to close out, I believe, tonight. So let us get on to the Boston Celtics and the Indiana Pacers. So obviously, you know, I'm a Celtics fan, so I watched this series. The only game I didn't watch was Game Three because I had uh, I had work that Friday night. Uh, the Bruins were playing, so I had to work that game. So I didn't watch Game Three, but I watched Game One, Game Two, and Game Four very thoroughly. So I, I know what happened. Game One, you know, Celtics were down. They were yeah, they were down in the, during halftime. 10 points they went on a 22 they basically the Pacers game one they scored eight points in the third quarter that's when the Celtics went on their run you know it was nice to see everyone was struggling Kyrie was struggling you know no one could buy a bucket you know but it was a it was a good win 
it was a good win by the Celtics, even though they shot, you know, 35% from the field. I mean, you shoot 35% from the field and you have like 17 turnovers and you managed to be up by 20? Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you didn't play that well offensively, but, you know, you still, you, you still, you know, 20 piece them. And then to end the game, you're up 10. You know, I think that's a good win, in my opinion. So, yeah, that was game one. Uh, Morris and Kyrie both had 20, I believe. Don't quote me on that. Game two, Kyrie went off. Game two, Kyrie went off. Oh, it was a beautiful thing to see. Kyrie, like, oh, he could not miss. So, And that was and that same thing, too. The uh, Indiana Pacers were up that game. After three quarters, they were up, like, 10. Because, you know, the Celtics were, you know, starting to stall out in the third quarter. But then the Celtics in the fourth quarter, Kyrie on the bench, you know, they started to make the run. Kyrie come back. Kyrie hit, hit some threes, you know, and they closed. They end up closing the deal because Indiana, down the stretch, could not execute. They had, like, they had two, at least two turnovers. At least two turnovers <laughs> in the last 15 seconds. That basically cost them the game. You know, that was a good back-and-forth game until the last minute, and then Indiana just, like, you know, they wet the bed. They couldn't, you know, pass the ball in bounds and, you know, had costly turnovers. So, that's how the Celtics got game two. Game three was Jalen Brown's day. He had 23 points. Uh, he was 8 for 8 at one point. I think he finished off 8 for 9. From shooting from the floor, so he was very efficient. Uh, as I said, I didn't watch that game, uh, but you know, I saw the highlights. I was I was working actually, and uh, we got out. I got out of work by the fourth quarter, and you know, my train ride home is like 20, 15, 20 minutes. Well, fit, yeah, fit, fit, at least fifteen minutes to go to Malden from North Station. So I had ESPN on, and I don't have the ESPN app. So I couldn't watch the game. So basically, I was on my uh, phone, you know, waiting for the score to update like every minute. And I was like, okay. You know, and I was, I was about to go to uh, Pearl Street, which is a restaurant in Malden. You know, I was like, all right. I was stop by Pearl Street to, you know, watch the game real quick. Because it was, a it was a close game. It was a close game in the fourth. And then, you know, by the time I got to Malden, the, the Celtics just, you know, they had like a comfortable lead i was like all right you know i'll just you know walk home i'll take the bus home something's got this there's no way they're losing they're up eight it's like you know less than a minute left there's no way they're gonna lose this game they ended up not losing so you know it was it was great good win jalen brown as i said earlier 23 points eight for nine from the field i think he finished eight for nine don't quote me on that uh and then you know kyrie al horford heroics the fourth quarter because you know playoff playoff Al comes to play in the fourth quarter yo taking pop all day you know Al's popping you know he got that uh he got that uh unorthodox three you know he he cashed that he cashed that so yeah and then game four game four Easter Sunday it was it was a close game until you know, 
of the fourth quarter, third, fourth quarter. That was Gordon Hayward's game. That was the bench game. Gordon Hayward went off. He had like 20. Morris had a good game. Morris had a great game. And uh, Rozier had a great game. Basically, everyone had a great game, you know, except for Kyrie and Howe from an offensive standpoint, you know, uh, field goal-wise because they were inefficient. But the bench carried them. You know, Kyrie got his Kyrie got his his assist. So, you know, I think he's averaging at least eight eight assists in this playoffs. So, you know, he's doing well passing the rock. And I've been saying this for months. I've been saying this for months. But Kyrie's uh, we all know Kyrie can score in the clutch. But yo, Kyrie's playmaking in the clutch in the clutch. Kyrie's playmaking in the clutch is very, very, very underrated. All right? It's underrated. I'm telling y'all, watch the tape. Watch the tape. Kyrie's playmaking in the fourth is very, very underrated, yo. I'm telling y'all. But he can pass it, too. I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. You know, I've been telling people, watch Kyrie in the clutch. Playmaker, but yeah, I honestly didn't see uh Boston sweeping Indiana to be honest with you. Uh, I had uh Boston winning in six games. Uh, I mean, we all know how I felt about the Celtics this season, you know, they were inconsistent. Uh, I you can you can probably look this up, but I called the Celtics a mediocrity several times this season. And, you know, I didn't know what team was going to show up uh, for the playoffs. And I thought Indiana, you know, since they play hard and, you know, they have a good coach, you know, they would win their home games. But they ended up not. And plus the smart injury. I didn't think the sub. I didn't, like, obviously Indiana's challenged offensively without Oladipo, but I didn't think they were that challenged offensively. <laughs> I don't, they only dropped 100 on their last game. So, you know, they were pretty, pretty bad, you know, offensively. So I did not foresee that. So credit, you know, obviously Victor Oladipo was not there. But, you know, the Celtics played some great defense as well. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. I don't know. I'm just like still going, dude. Like we're 30 minutes in. Uh, I'm just like rant. I'm at a. I'm just ranting to this point. So that's why I'm laughing. You know. I mean, I thought this was gonna be more interactive, but it was. It was not. But hey, the show must go on. So let's talk about the next series, the Golden State Warriors at Golden State Warriors and the, and the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. So I originally had this as a five game, basically a gentleman's sweep. That's what you call it, right? Yeah, five game gentleman's sweep. Obviously, Golden State was going to win, uh, and obviously they are going to win. Uh, it's currently three-one right now. Golden State, but 
a lot of, I, I'm hearing a lot that Golden State might not be challenged in playoffs. And I just like, I mean, I think they're going to be challenged by Houston. Like, I'm hearing like, you know, oh, they can potentially sweep Houston or, you know, they can beat them and beat Houston in five games. And I'm just like, I think that I think that Houston series with Golden State's at least going six. You know, it possibly could go seven. But I don't see Golden State sweeping nobody in this playoffs, you know. They didn't sweep the Clippers and you know, Houston's gonna be, you know, harder. I think Houston will be their most you know, challenging foe this postseason because I don't know what Denver, the Spurs, or Portland will bring to the table. But, you know, I think the Houston series will go six or seven. But let's talk about the uh, Golden State LA Clippers. Uh, we got, you know, Golden State Boogie went down the first, first game, first or second game. He went down, he's out for the playoffs. I, I, I want to say it's the second game. I think he, he went down the second game because that was the comeback game. I think he went down. And, yeah, the whole KD and Patrick Beverly, basically KD was being, I don't know, he was, he was trying to play within the offense of the Golden State and, you know, he was being passive and, you know, just going through ball movement and taking shots, you know, within – flow of the offense but now basically after that Clippers won that from that 31 point <laughs> Luke said yeah right Golden State's getting knocked this year Luke by who who's knocking out Golden State is, is this going to be in the west or is it going to be in the east let me know Uh, I put on my podcast the last I, episode seventeen. I put on my podcast my conspiracy theory about Toronto. It was it was for more more for Toronto than Milwaukee because. Uh, but to refresh, I just don't believe that the Toronto Raptors are gonna make the NBA Finals. You know, I think there are gonna be some favorable calls against Toronto because no one. You know, even though the NBA wants some uh, global, you know, global uh, wants to make, you know, the NBA wants to make everything global, you know, through all, uh, you know, all the countries. I just don't see a finals, you know, where you got two games in uh, the United States and then you got to go up the border, two games up in Canada, and you got to come back down here for game five. And then you gotta go back up to the border for Game Six, or and then you know back down to the United States for Game Seven. I just don't see that happening. You know, I, I just you know the NBA wants it, but I just I feel like you know, and I'm telling you right now, there are gonna be some favorable calls against the T- Toronto Raptors. You know, either either in the semifinals or the conference finals, because I I actually have Philly. I have Philly uh, beating. I have Philly beating the Toronto Raptors right now. And you know, I could be proven wrong, but I just think Philly's. You know, 
I'm not sold on Lowry. I got to see what Mark Gasol brings. And, you know, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, playoff P, playoff P, uh, Pascal Siakam has been proving me wrong. But, you know, let's see if this continues. So, you know. But, yeah, I just, I just don't see an NBA Finals in Canada. Because, you know, it's just going to have to travel up to the border every, you know, two games. And I just don't see it. That's my conspiracy theory. <laughs> Kawhi's heart is in old Toronto. Kawhi's been balling, though. But we were talking about Golden State LA Clippers. Uh, Golden State blew a 31-point lead, which is funny because they were up 3-1, and you had all the 3-1 jokes coming, you know, when they were up 3-1 to the Cavs. So, you know, that was funny. Uh, I don't know how the Clippers came back. I honestly, like, uh, because, you know, those games are so late, I, you know, fell asleep <laughs> during the uh, Golden State game. And then when I woke up the next morning, I looked on Instagram and I, you know, I checked the NBA scores. And I was like, yo, the Clippers won. And I was like, how? I'm like, they went down 30, bro. I'm like, yo, I was like, how? But yo, the Clippers pulled through. And basically, that is the only game they are getting. Uh, you have enraged the Golden State Warriors. Uh, they got their wake-up call, and KD is now mad. So, you know, he's been dropping 30 a game ever since that loss. So, But, you know, we'll see in the next round if Houston can... <laughs> Luke, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Who wants to go to Canada for the finals? Exactly. That is what I've been saying. You know, call it a conspiracy. It is conspiracy, but that is what I've been saying. You know, as Stephen A. Stephen A. has like a quote. I forget it. I forget it off the top of my head, but he's just like global entry. You know, when he was, you know, when uh, Toronto was in the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. No, not two years ago. Three years ago. Three years ago. And he, he made a comment, you know, about going to Canada. I forgot what it was. It was three years ago. <laughs> and I, don't, I honestly don't even remember what I did like two weeks ago. You know, because there's so much shit. There's so much shit at work, yo. I just sit on the computer all day. I don't even remember, yo. But yeah. <laughs> he, said, he said something like three years ago about that. But uh, yeah, to Golden State's gonna take that uh that series four zero. I mean not four zero, four one. So, yeah. Clippers, but what's good with the Clippers and the uh, Brooklyn Nets, as we uh you know talked about in the series below before, is that they both those teams have a max contract, and the Clippers have. Space for two max contracts, I believe. So, you know, it'll be interesting, you know, to see what happens. Because obviously, you're going to deal with LA, and, you know, there's rumors of the Knicks. Actually, I, only th I think the Clippers only have one max, max spot. So, uh, yeah, someone correct me on that. <laughs> 
believe they have one max spot. I'm not sure. They, they are putting themselves in position, especially both those teams, both the Nets and the Clippers have good coaches, you know, Doc Rivers and uh, Kenny Atkinson. You know, they're good coaches. So They are on the rise. They are on the rise. Uh, let us talk about the Denver and San Antonio Spurs. We are keep going. We are keep on going. I, I can't believe I'm actually talking for this long. Uh, but, yeah. I honestly like I watched these games. I haven't watched as closely as I, you know, you know, said before. The only series I really watched closely was the Celtics series, and I watched the Brooklyn like two games of that. But the games I saw, like I know San Antonio won the first game because goal, uh, Denver was cold from they were cold from three, and Jamal Murray. Not only did Jamal Murray he missed the pick and roll, like, Jokic set a pick, and he had the wide-open jump shot. He missed the jump shot. And then uh, they, you know, they fouled San Antonio. And then uh, when they inbounded the ball, it, uh, <laughs> Jamal Murray turned the ball over, and that's how they lost. So, yeah. It was tough. So the Spurs won that game. But then Jamal Murray made up for it in game two by going eight for nine in the fourth quarter, scoring 21 points. So, you know, kudos, you know, he made up for his, you know, bad play in the first game. But I honestly thought, you know, like looking looking at the way these games went, the Spurs could have swept them because the Spurs won the first game. And then game two, the Spurs were up double digits. They were up like 19 points. And they gave up like a 19-point lead to the uh, Denver Nuggets. So the Spurs could have won that game. Spurs won game three because of uh, Derek Derek White's 36-point performance. And then game four, game four during the uh, first first two quarters, the Spurs were up big, and they gave up their lead. So if the Spurs kept their lead the entire series, they could have probably swept Denver. But no, Denver, you know, came back. As you know, they're young and they're hungry. And, you know, Jokic is nice. Jokic is nice. Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Paul Millsap, you know, Craig. You know, Barton had a good game for Who else am I missing? Monte, Monte Morris. Yo, the crew. I think so. I, I think so. I think you're right, Luke. Yeah. It's going to be big for them. You know they'll have experience, but I feel like I feel like right now Jokic needs to do more. Uh, you know, because the first game he got a triple double, and you know I was like, does Jokic need to get a twenty point triple double to win every game? And I mean he hasn't had a twenty point triple double. He's he dropped twenty seven his last game, I believe. So, but he Jokic needs to be aggressive in order for them basically to win. Jokic and, you know, Jamal Murray. And Jamal Murray, you know, he went off game four. He went off game two. So now it's tied 2-2. And, yeah, it's basically anyone's game. I think I think the Spurs basically gave up 
I mean, I can't say they gave up, but like, I don't know. I, I feel like they basically they lost the series. They had their opportunity to sweep Denver and they lost it. So, and I haven't seen, you know, too much from DeRozan. And, you know, I think Aldridge, Aldridge is playing okay. But they're both like, even though they had their numbers, it's like, it's a very quiet. It's very quiet. Like, it's a very quiet 20. It's not like a dominant, like, you know, 20 points, like, like that, you know. Because I, I, I'm pretty sure the first game, the storyline was not, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan. They both struggled game one. And then game three, they were, you know, they were saved by uh, uh, Derek White. So Aldridge and DeRozan need to have a game. Both of them need to go off. But uh, I originally had uh, Denver in seven. Uh, it's looking like that. I honestly didn't think the Denver Nuggets could win in San Antonio. So, you know, they ended up doing that. And, I mean, they split because they lost their home game, so they had to win one on the road. So they got two home games left. So, and I think they can win game seven on their home court and advance in the next round. Let's talk Portland, Oklahoma City. Uh, I've this is probably this in the Houston series. I have not really followed, but I you know, you know, I read stuff. I look at stuff. You know, read what people say, and I look at box scores and you know stats and you know watch highlights and all that. So, well, basically, to me, what I've seen, uh, OKC only had one good game. And that was game three. Other than that, it's been Portland. It's been Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. You know, they, that duo, Batman and Robin, they've been killing it. And, you know, Cantor that first game with a, you know, double, 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 very high rebounds, you know, very good. But that's basically, it's basically Dane's outplaying Westbrook. You know, Westbrook. He only had one good game, and that was game three, where he scored 33 points, and he went 50% from the floor. And then Paul George, Paul George only had one efficient game as well, and that was game two. He had, uh, I think he had 20-plus, but to me, if OKC wants to win this, wants to win this series, Paul George, he got to go for 40. He has to go for 40. All right, I, we, you need forty plus from him in order in order to win. You need forty plus. Uh, so, yeah. And Westbrook, Westbrook got to stop taking bad. He got to stop taking bad shots. You know, his shot selection is awful. He can't shoot any threes. It's just. I don't know why he doesn't go back to shooting those. You know, free throw line jumpers. He used to he used to be automatic from there, and then he just you know he stepped back from three, and he can't make a three for his life. He's, he's uh, Westbrook, he's breaking Westbrook, so you know uh, what you call it? Yeah, I mean uh, Paul George said today that oh he believes his team can come back. <laughs> he's like oh yeah we're the team you know. That could do it. If we're down three one. We can come back. I'm like, ah. 
I mean, I think they can. Like, if I had to pick, you know, I I, I know how I have been underrating Portland, but like, if Paul George goes off of forty every game, or or at least thirty plus, maybe thirty five plus, they can come back. But if he's and he has to be, they both have to be efficient. Paul George has to be efficient. He only had one efficient game. Now it's game two. Other than that, he shoot like less than forty percent from the floor. He needs to shoot forty plus percent from the floor. Otherwise, they're not gonna win. So, you know, I agree. I I actually agree with that. I agree with that, Luke. Yeah. If he didn't injure his shoulder, he he would be going off. Because no no one look no one can, can guard him on Portland, and I feel like they should put a. I know Russ is guarding Dame right now, but they should put Paul George on Dame and put uh, Russ on CJ McCollum, or put him on Evan Turner or somebody. Because basically Russell, you know Russell Westbrook's just feuding with Damian Lillard, and Damian Lillard's just like nah, he's just like he's trying to win, but you know. Westbrook's just trying to win the matchup, while Lillard's just trying to win the series. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what should happen. Put Paul George on uh, Damian Lillard and see what happens. Lillard's been going off, yo. He had 25, 20 plus in the quarter. <laughs> I, I I know they ended up losing that game, but that was nice to see. He went off in the third quarter, the game game three. But now we're talking talking Houston, uh, Utah. Uh, that series is three one. All the series are three one, except for the Denver San Antonio series. That's two two. Like I thought this, uh, uh, I thought this Portland okay Oklahoma City was gonna go six. I had Houston Utah going six. I had Golden State Clippers going five, and then I had most of the East going five. Except for the Celtics, I had the Celtics in six. But yeah, but yo, go to come back to Houston, Utah. What happened? What the game was last night? What happened last night? Yo, what basically? And this is why Houston is not gonna win a championship because of their play style. You live and die by the three. And once that happens, you know, most of the most nights they're living by the three. And last night they died by the three. You know, when you're not making shots, you gotta go in the paint. Go to paint, get fouled, go to the free throw line, see one, go in, see one ball, go in the net. So, you know, you can get some rhythm and you know, keep attacking. And I mean, Houston just, you know, they missed 13 threes in the fourth quarter. <laughs> like, yo. 13 threes, and Donovan Mitchell went off. He scored 19. He scored more than the entire Houston team. So, you know, basically what happened in the conference finals last year, Houston just died by, you know, you live and die by the jump shot. You don't go in the paint, you know, you kick out. Go in the paint, get fouled, make your free throws. You know, gain rhythm. You know, 
But nah, they just shooting threes, and that's why they're not gonna win a championship. And especially that's why they're not gonna beat Golden State. Because of that, their play style. Their play style just doesn't work. It don't work. Because, you know, I mean, you, you obviously, I mean, you can be hot, but what are the odds of you being hot? I mean, actually, there are pretty good odds of you being hot four out of the seven games. But, you know, when you're, when you're cold, you got to go in the paint, you know. You got to stop the bleeding. You got to... They don't know how. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. To, it's tough, but you gotta you gotta drive to the bucket, get fouled, cause you know. I don't know how you're gonna advance. You know, past Golden State, even beat all those teams in the East. You know, you can't go cold from three. You absolutely you cannot go cold. You cannot go cold from three. It's just not good. It's not good. But yeah, I mean, I think uh, what's his face? I think Houston's gonna close it out in five. You know, they're like, ah, we're going back home, back to H Town, Houston. You know, they'll make shots, they'll get calls, and uh, <laughs> honestly, yeah. I mean, I don't think. Mitchell went off, but he's been struggling the whole series. So I'm not sure if he's going to. Damn, I got low, I got low connection. Oh. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not sure, you know, Mitchell is going to go off again. You know, he needs some help out there. And I don't know if he has said help. So. That was my uh, first round, uh, you know, recap or what I saw. I should do this more often, you know, just talk about NBA. But yeah, uh, we're going to do a preview of round two, but we're not going to spend too much long because uh, I've been talking for an hour. <laughs> I've been talking for an hour. <laughs> So, and uh, MATV closed at 9. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're going to talk round two. You know, I'll, I'll talk, you know, some, uh, you know, do a series preview. Uh, but we'll, we'll get more into the series preview because we don't know. We only know one match. I mean, we obviously know the East matchup is going to be Milwaukee-Boston. Toronto, Philadelphia, and it's going to be likely Golden State, Houston. But, you know, those are not going to be set until the first round is over. So we'll dive, you know, I'll probably dive more into specifics and also probably repeat myself, you know, when I do the pod. And either next, actually next week, I can't do it because I got class and somebody took my spot on that Tuesday. But uh, the week after, hopefully, the week after. So we're looking like we're looking in May to do a semifinals preview and first round recap. But to uh, I want to talk a little bit about Milwaukee Boston. Uh, a lot of people are, to be honest, are just shitting on my Celtics, yo. 
Milwaukee ain't gonna beat the Celtics. They first of all, they ain't gonna beat the Celtics in four and sweep them, or they ain't gonna beat them in five games. I'm telling you, this series is gonna be at least six or seven games. I'm telling y'all. All right, you got me on record. This this Milwaukee Boston series is gonna be six games, seven at the most. I if the Celtics were if the Celtics are gonna win this, they have to win in six. I don't see them going to Milwaukee in Game Seven and basically beating Milwaukee in, in Game 7. I just don't see that happening. So, I think they can steal Game 1, win their home games, and we should be all set. But if I'm the Celtics, the game plan, obviously, first of all, I'm just going to let... I'm going to let Giannis get his. All right? Giannis can drop 50 on me. All right? You limit everybody else. You know, you stop the threes. Don't double Giannis. Single coverage Giannis. Single cover Giannis. I'm going to let Giannis, you know, Giannis can get his. And, yeah. Stop the shooters. Brooke Lopez is, you know, God. Brooke Lopez. He shot 187 threes this season. He made 187 threes this season. That's crazy. But yeah. And honestly, if you keep this... If the Celtics don't turn the ball over, and if they keep the game close, I don't see how they can't win this series. If they turn the ball over, and if Milwaukee's up like 10, 15 points every game, Milwaukee's going to win. But if these games are close in the fourth quarter... Yeah, I got my money on Kyrie Irving, man. I got my money on Kyrie Irving 10 days out of the week. 10 out of 10. I haven't I haven't seen Giannis in the clutch. Can we see Giannis make a jump shot in the clutch? You know, I need to see that. I mean, is Giannis just going to dunk on everybody in the clutch? You know, we'll just get an offensive foul. So, I need, I need to see, you know, I need to see Milwaukee in the clutch. I know they have a good... Hose is a great coach. You know, they have a great system, you know, with Giannis and all the shooters. But, you know, I think in the clutch, let's see if, if uh, Giannis' jump shot is falling because I'm going to take Kyrie all day. All day, every day. That's what I have to say about the series. Uh, so originally, before when I did my playoff predictions, uh, I had Marcus. Well, Marcus Smart was out, so I obviously I have Milwaukee winning this series. But after I saw the Celtics sweep the Pacers, and I'm, you know, I'm leaning I'm leaning towards the Celtics now. I might have to go Celtics in six. Originally, I had Milwaukee, but in my semifinal predictions, I might have to go Celtics in six. All right. They just have, they just have to follow the game plan. That's all they have to do. Now, we got uh, Toronto and Philadelphia. So, I don't know. I'm not really, I'm not really hyped on Toronto, 
and you know, I said my conspiracy theory earlier. I'm just, I'm just not hyped. Like you know, I believe in Philly. I just believe in Philly. Philly's high end talent is just higher. They have a higher ceiling, and you know, the only one on that team I know who, what I'm gonna expect is from Kawhi. I don't know what I'm gonna expect from everyone else. You know, I can't trust Lowry. I mean, yeah, I can't trust Lowry. Uh, you know, Gasol's nice. You know, it, it's gonna be. You know, they 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 are very versatile. Toronto's very versatile, and they're very tall. Like Danny Green, six six or six seven. Kawhi, six eight. Ibaka, six nine. Siaka, six nine. You know, we got Marcus Saul. Very very versatile. Like they can switch everything. You know, Kyle Lowry, six three. You know. Play his own defense. I just, I don't know. I just don't see them. If, if Joel Embiid is healthy, which he's not right now, but if he if he's healthy and he can get 30, 30 a game, 30 and 10 a game, and I know the potential of the starting five in Philadelphia with Ben Simmons, because people people have been slandering Ben Simmons, yo. People have been slandering that man. I'm a I'm a Ben Simmons lover. Like Ben Ben Simmons is my guy. All right, he is my dude, my two K guy. I dunk on everybody with him. He's like my guy. Six ten. He's six ten. Like he is just like walk. If he had a jump shot. Only he had a jump. He's already a walking mismatch. But if he had a jump shot, oh, the may the Lord have mercy on on Philadelphia's soul. Because yo, if Ben Simmons had a jump shot, oh, they will be finals bound every single year. Obviously, Toronto. So Toronto's deeper. Toronto's deeper. But I'm I'm also not sold on on Toronto's bench. You know, sometimes like you know, their uh, you know, their bench shows up. Sometimes they don't show up. Philly doesn't have a bench, but you know, I just uh, their talent is just too high. If Joel is right, I don't see anyone stopping Joel. Jimmy Butler is there to close. You got Tobias on one wing. You got JJ on the other wing. You know. You just gotta find somewhere to put Ben Simmons, honestly. And <laughs> you know, I honestly think Ben Ben Simmons. If Ben Simmons can run the show, I just I just don't see how Tor- Toronto is beating them. If Ben Simmons runs the show, you know he can't be getting like two assists. Ben Simmons needs like six, seven plus assists in this series. You know, seven, eight assists, and you know he needs to be aggressive. You know, he need I, I I need him to get 16, at least 17, 8, and 8. If he gets me 17, 8, and 8, which I think he can do, you know, I'm not, we're not even asking for a triple double. You know, if he give me 17, 8, and 5, you know, 5 rebounds. But I just feel like, you know, he needs to have, you know, at least 16 plus points and at least, you know, 8 assists. And if Joel gets 30. 30 and 10, like I believe he can. I don't see how Toronto is going to beat the uh, beat the 76ers. You know? 
and they're obviously the refs, you know, favorable calls. I have to say that. Uh, I guess we'll talk Golden State Houston. Uh, I mean, I think Golden State's going to win this. In six, I don't think it's going to be a sweep or five games. I think, you know, Golden State is just, I don't know. Like I said earlier, Houston's play style, it just doesn't work, you know, because it, it happened last year. Like, they're going to die by it. They're going to they're gonna fall and die by the three. It's going to happen. Mark my words, it's going to happen. Game four yesterday, what happened? It's going to happen again. And if... And if the uh, Houston Rockets do not adjust, if they don't adjust, they're going to lose. They need to adjust. And, I mean, they, they should be able to adjust because, all right, are we calling? I mean, they have a good defense. You got, you know, Draymond and KD, the Hamptons five, but, you know. We'll see. We'll see. I was fun doing this live, even though uh, it wasn't as interactive as the last one. But it's okay. Uh, I managed to run my mouth for about an hour and ten minutes. So, yeah, kudos to me. Uh, I I can really talk basketball, <laughs> and it's not like I was doing like specifics, y'all. I, mean, I was very general, like. My podcast is, like, made for, like, you know, NBA fans, like, casual NBA fans. Like, I'm not an NBA expert, you know, and I I don't claim to be an NBA expert. I'm an NBA fan. I just love watching, you know, the game of basketball, you know, and I always welcome people, you know, to come talk NBA with me, Uh, you know, if you ever want to be on my podcast. You know, y'all know where to find me, you know. Find me on Facebook, you know, Twitter, Instagram, you know, DM me, you know, message me, comment on a status, or we might be getting an email in the near future. But yeah, you can either, you know, find the Make It Rain podcast, which is Make It Rain pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Or, you know, just find your boy, the D-Train Express, on Twitter or Instagram, and Dimitri Legadner on Facebook. You ever want to be on the pod, let me know. It's a fun time, you know. I mean, I always have fun talking with people. You know, I get to hear, you know, their thoughts and, you know, what they think of certain things. And I've I've always, like, learned things from my guests, you know, because... I mean, I'm not a know-it-all. Like, I don't know everything about, you know, basketball. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I'm not like these analysts who are like, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> like, Stephen A's like, you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, everyone, you know, everyone has their, all their opinions. So, you know. But, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I know I really didn't tell, talk about my birthday that much. We mostly spent the time talking about basketball. But yeah, uh, as previously stated, it was my birthday today. And uh, yeah, I'm just you know, spending my birthday doing what I love best, which is talking, talking NBA basketball. So that's why we went live today. Everyone have a good night. Uh, 
I'm signing off. It's probably eight o'clock, and yeah, I gotta get home. I gotta go back to work tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, deuces. <laughs>